0: Hello and welcome to Hub City. Now. I'm your host Tyrone Tony Reed Jr. We have a great show for you. We have an, a returning guest, uh, Ariane Blanchard, who is also known as A Monet, who is the author of of a physical love letter to the black man only devotions and intimacy, which she released Monday, February 14th, which was Valentine's Day. Um, we have her back here to tell us about her experience so far because she has been. Uh, making the rounds around West Tennessee and probably other places. Uh, And I wanted to um, help encourage writers out there, you know, what to do, because she asked so many questions after our interview, uh, trying to find out, you know, who she should go talk to, uh, what other shows, what other venues were out there. And we have brought her back today to talk to us about that. So how have things been going for you?
1: Well, first of all, Tony, thanks for having me again. I love you here. (laughs) Um, They're going. Um, I'm blessed and just grateful that people are interested in my creativity considering that, you know, in the grand scheme of 8 billion people in the world, nobody knows who I am. Mm. So I'm grateful. Um, I'm learning. So there are some days that are, you know, a little bit challenging. But overall, I'm excited to be doing, you know, my own thing for sure.
0: For those who are... Just finding out about you, I don't know where they've been, probably under a rock somewhere, (laughs) but... um tell uh, the listeners what a physical love letter to the black man only devotions of intimacy is about.
1: Okay, so I like to describe it as a dedication to the black man mm-hmm. on behalf of the black woman and a conversation about black love. So what it is is a compilation of 80 short pieces everything from poems to fantasies, short stories and they bring up topics in the relationship between a black woman and black man um, that need to be discussed. Mm-hmm. Um, so many of us gl- grow up in our community not discussing topics that are taboo Mm -hmm. um so the book covers love sex and intimacy um and The point is to open a person's mind that's reading it um, to explore those things for themselves as well as um, with their, you know, significant other. Mm -hmm. Um, Maybe need to talk about it with their children, um, you know, in an appropriate way. Um, Maybe need to introduce it to their family system. So the point is to promote um, self-healing and then also healing in the community by addressing the topics that's there. Yes.
0: Is this... Uh, family book or is this strictly for adults
1: <laughs> definitely 18 and older okay. it, it has a lot of, lot of sexual content um and it, it's much deeper than just that mm-hmm. but it's absolutely not appropriate for anyone under 18 <laughs> okay. to be clear okay.
0: so since you've been on the show how how's it been going um what have you been up to because i've seen posts <laughs>
1: I've been up to everything I have been on my own promotion tour (laughs) Mm -hmm. um I've started to do vending events um I have you know been uh connecting with different people in social settings I've been in talks with planning events here in Jackson and outside of Jackson so just um getting more entrenched in my own dream and and figuring out what that looks like for me Mm -hmm. um um, also delving into speaking and um, maybe we'll talk a little bit more about that later, but it's taken me a lot of directions. <laughs> okay. Yeah.
0: So, so t- just tell us um, what, what were some of the things you did right after your interview? What, what did you start doing? Um, just this, just tips for somebody okay. who's published their book and they're ready to get their name out there. What advice do you give them on, reaching out to media or stores things like that um
1: so the first piece of advice would just be like go for it Mm -hmm. um it was kind of scary for me like even reaching out to you i just started calling uh radio stations reaching out to podcasts on in person on social media um going into stores calling them um asking them if i could get my book in the store what the process would be Mm -hmm. so that's all i would say wherever you see a book um you know if you go in a store and you see a book wherever you see a book reach out like mm-hmm. reach out to other authors i've talked to some other authors in the community um wherever you see somebody else's creativity that looks like yours i heard somebody say um there's already templates for success just copy it and make it your own right. um not not plagiarize but right. Right. <laughs> but copy it and make it your own so um Don't work so hard at trying to create your own um, way to get there. You just do it in your own way. So that's what I would say. Um, Just start reaching out to people that you see already doing what you want to do. And then also wherever you see a product that's similar to yours, um, you know, make a space for yours.
0: That's cool. You you you've you've been part of pop-up shops or yes
1: i've done some pop-up shops absolutely um since i talked to you and that's been good um i will say to anyone that's coming into it Mm -hmm. um what i'm learning is what is my market and what is not my market so um i have a product that's very much a niche or a niche, however people want to mm-hmm. say it. So there are some pop-up shops that um, might not serve me when it comes to, like, revenue or even the type of customer that is interested. So I've definitely learned with doing some of those, like, where to be and where not to be. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would say seek out things that are specifically targeted um, for ar- authors or the audience that you're writing for. Okay.
0: Um. Well, what What kind of feedback have you gotten from those who read your book?
1: Um so great actually Mm -hmm. it's um people because it's er uh, a erotica Mm -hmm. um i think people kind of put it in a box initially and they're maybe even a little bit afraid to address it because of the whole reason i wrote it right it's taboo but once people read it i get really great feedback that it's very introspective and deep and um Mm thought-provoking so that that was my goal so i'm very pleased with that yes it's a big compliment the best one i could get
0: (laughs) Uh, so what's what's coming up next for you? What what's um what's your next move what, what where can people find you next
1: okay so what's not coming those probably will be a shorter answer but um okay so as far as physical locations i will be at the barbecue fest um on market street on the 22nd sunday the 22nd um uh, yeah. may 22nd i'll be there um i w- i am having my official book signing book release in memphis at the more books and things mm-hmm. um which is the only black Brick and mortar bookstore, um, in Memphis. So I'm super excited about that collaboration. Um, on my IG, I host a live series called On the Mend, mm-hmm. um, and that sparks conversation around topics in the books and allows a black man to come on the the platform and speak, um, freely and safely about what he feels about it. Um, I'm working on podcast things. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see what else I have. Oh, I also have now a, a text. Um, community in which people can communicate with me and find out what's going on with me and that's how I'm keeping up and staying in touch with people how yes. do they get on that um, so the number is 760- Two eight zero ninety fifty six. 280 9056 that's 760 9056 so it'll prompt you to ask a few demographic mm-hmm. questions like your name your email it's like about five of them mm-hmm. and then it'll confirm that we're locked in and you can text me just like you're texting a friend or a family member and i can see it and text you back if you have questions and it'll keep you updated on what i have going on discounts on the book i promote black businesses there so that's that's our link okay. <laughs> for sure
0: all right. And how do people get in touch with you if they want to purchase a, a book?
1: um so you can find me on all social media platforms at arian a u r i o n Monet m-o-n-a-e or arian underscore Monet. so that's on ig facebook twitter um um and then the link in my bio is where you can purchase the book so um if you want to just go and purchase it straight you can text that number um and just text me like hey or i'm interested in the book and i will get back with you and send you the link okay yes
0: how long did it take you to write that book?
1: Um, it actually only took me a little bit less than four months. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> what,
0: what sparked the idea for that book, for your novel, for your book?
1: Um, it was just the intersection of me needing to express my creativity and me really seeing a space where I wanted to communicate with Black men um, in a way that was truthful but also loving. Um, all the time as a Black woman, I hear what black women are and what they aren't and what we need to do and what we need to fix in. And, mm-hmm. and I know black men experience that too. So I wanted to create a conversation where we could work through those things, but from a place of transparency as well as kindness. Mm-hmm. And so that's, that's what the spark was for me.
0: All right. Um, I want to ask you about something controversial. Ooh,
1: I'm ready. <laughs> it's a person. Okay. A person who
0: just recently passed away. I don't even know if you even know who he is. I do. Kevin Samuels? Yes. Yes, Kevin Samuels. Let's talk about it. So, you know, there's a lot of controversy going on about him and how he spoke to black women Uh about black men Mm -hmm. and how he evaluated them. Because I've seen a couple of videos of his not really knowing who he was. Mm -hmm. And for me, it was cringeworthy Mm -hmm. because... I grew up around a lot of women and I've seen how hard they work and what they do and how valuable they are. And to see how, one, how he doesn't even know them, but Mm -hmm. he's asking them, what's your age, where you work, what's your dress size? Like the dress size is a factor in whatever, because everyone has different tastes and, you know, a rich man might like a multitude of different kind of women. So I don't know why dress-eye had anything to do with it, but um, just, I've seen so many posts from, I'm glad he's dead. <laughs> right, <laughs> to, seen too. To, I'm so sorry this great leader of our generation <laughs> has passed away. Right. And it's like, what, what are you talking about? So as a, as a woman who wrote a book about black mm. men, how, what was your, how did you view Kevin Samuel's Advice to black women, especially being a black woman yourself. How I mean, what what are your thoughts on that? And you don't, you you know, you don't have to bash them or anything, or uplift them. Or right? No, 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 no. I'll but be really transparent I, I about mean, it. it, it It's something that a lot of people in our community, in the black community are talking talking
1: about about right now. Absolutely. Yeah. I'll be transparent about it. And and one thing about me, um, is I've gotten to the place in my life where I can take what I need and leave what I don't, Mm -hmm. or not even in just certain things based on, um, the energy that I want to process and go through that day. So I can talk about this subject without my chest being tight. Right. (laughs) Right, right. Um, so first and foremost, I want to say, um, just re- just respect to someone passing because they were someone to someone else. That's right. True. And he is still a black man. Right. right. Um, and then secondly, I want to say that this, um, subject has so many layers. It's mm-hmm. not just one dimensional. I think that, um, the conversation around his conversation is the point of why I wrote my book. Mm-hmm. It's so, um, divisive. Mm-hmm. um, the type of messages that he was putting out and what really felt like from a black woman's point of view, that is sort of free in the department of sexual and ins- sensuality. Um, it really felt like belittling to me. Yeah. And it felt like you said like, you're a black man who's who's interacted with black women, mm. but you don't really know black women in order to talk the way that you do. Right. A lot of podcasters or 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 men in media right now, what they're doing is masking I would say hate is the quickest word I could think of mm-hmm. is accountability. Mm-hmm. And there is a way to speak to a person and deliver a message. I've been told very detrimental things and things that help me change and grow as a woman in the most kind and patient ways. Right. Um, and so I feel like his message had some truths in it but it wasn't the truth about who black women are it wasn't the truth about who black men are because he represented so many men um because that's what the stereotype was and a lot of men don't feel that way and then for the men that do feel that way there's a there's a dynamic of women that they can connect with Mm. but an overarching like feeling that's not what's going on in our community and i feel like that's deception like you and i sit here um and just interact professionally and respect each other's journeys Mm -hmm. as a black man and black woman. That's not happening. And that doesn't happen on a daily basis with me. I've I've experienced it and some of that is in my book. Mm-hmm. But I also have experienced being so uplifted, especially through this process by black men who respected me as a woman and didn't disrespect me, didn't ask me my dress size, didn't try to have any kind of sexual encounter with me. Right. So I think that his message was presented as accountability, but it, the core of it was really self-hate Mm self-hate i think it was because Mm -hmm. how could your mom be black or your sister be black or your cousin be black and you communicate with black women in that way yeah
0: the way you talk to them right and and a lot of a lot of black men said well he talked that way to all women but he shouldn't have i mean he
1: black women were his primary audience and let's just be clear about that and and i also want to say too that i I do want to speak on this piece there is I can speak as a black woman, but women in general and black women, we are raised to seek the advice of a man on how to be the type of woman that men want. In my case, I grew up without my father present at the time. He is now. I give credit where credit is due. And that made me seek validation from a man's point of view. So there were women going on there to ingest that type of negativity and pain. Mm -hmm. And that's something that I would have never done, not judging, but because I understand that when you put yourself in that position, you open yourself up to that type of negativity. And I think it was coming from a place that we've been socialized to get validation from men mm-hmm. and i've learned as a woman in order to be able to express myself freely and to stay in a positive frame as i grow that i need to look to women who have elevated beyond me to get that type of advice mm-hmm. on how to be the type of woman that i want to be right. not to be the type of woman that gets the type of man that i want right um and i think that's that's a part of it too a lot of women went there um knowing what they would experience, but maybe hoping for, for something different, seeking validation. And that shouldn't have happened either. Right. Um. So, yeah, that was, you know, may he rest. I don't know about how, but um, <laughs> may he rest, but I just, um, that's not a place I would have ever gone to, to, um to get answers about who I am as a person.
0: Right. Yeah. I mean, it was, I mean, it, it was pretty bad. It was very cringeworthy. And I just today saw, I heard, I had heard about this video, Mm -hmm. but there was a video where he spoke to a single woman who was, um, who had children Mm. and he was saying, Oh, this is why it's dangerous to engage with a woman who has children before, you know, before y'all get together because they're liabilities. um, I saw that one. He was like, he was like, well, what if she say, you know, I came in the room and saw her and whatever and, and, uh, or, or did something to her. And the woman said, you gotta go. You gotta go, and I'm, and I'm like, that's the correct answer. And he's like, well, no, that's a problem. That's a problem. Right. You, you, so used to being in control that you can't submit. And
1: and that, I mean, it was just why I said this subject is (laughs) multi-layered because that's so many different topics in one squeeze conversation that was like manipulated to sound a certain way. Because let's talk about the fact that most perpetrators of children are somebody they know and trust and unfortunately oftentimes it is a parent Mm -hmm. so what about if you have the two-parent household i'm not dating i'm still dating the person i had the child with Mm -hmm. and they're the perpetrator now Mm -hmm. do i believe my child so that being that i saw that recently because it resurfaced like you (laughs) said and i was just like it's just there's no way for her to answer that question properly because it was framed to to he, have a certain outcome. He
0: already knew how he was going. Right, to
1: and so that was that's why I say like it, it wasn't always his messages that were that were wrong or horrible because mm. truth has a place and it's not always comfortable. Mm. But it was the intention, yeah. and and that for me on a personal level, it, it, the intention is what is what I dis- had to disconnect from, um, and why I didn't like follow follow him after seeing a few things because right. it just. It just, it just didn't sit right with me like right. yeah no
0: yeah i know i just i like you said i give condolences to his mother and those people who loved him um but i don't think i saw a picture today where it was martin Luther king jr malcolm x and kevin samuels <laughs> and i'm like there's no way he deserves to be in that category <laughs> um and then someone br- brings up martin Luther king jr's infidelity and i'm like okay but that's between him and his wife and his children, you know, his family. But what he, but Martin, I mean, you can't compare Martin Luther King Jr. to Kevin Samuels. Martin Luther King Jr. was his civil rights. Leader Malcolm X, the same thing. Yeah, these men were assassinated,
1: right? And I mean, these are all—all all three of these men are different. I'm mean, even comparing Martin Luther King and Malcolm X. All of these men um were in different categories yeah. of different things, along with the other amazing Black leaders that are not mentioned in our history, right? That's so true. it's like they don't even go in the same category, let alone with Kevin Samuels. These are just <laughs> these are just conversations and social media posts that people do. To incite emotion and in people yeah, and stir things up, there is mm-hmm. no purpose of putting those three people in a frame together. Like right. literally, it's just not. That's right. just like that's just like me, my Angelo, and like Angela Davis. Like, I while <laughs> I would very much be flattered, let's just very much be clear that I, that I am building my legacy, and right. there's no comparison there, right. Right? right? So like, it's just that would only cause c- controversy. Like, who? Is in the end right? right so let's just right. it just stirs up foolishness <laughs> like it's just stirs up foolishness that's all it's for right. and it's just about whether you feed into it and that's what i was going back to about saying about ingesting ingesting what he was saying i just it's just a thing that i didn't feed into right like, and, if he,
0: <laughs> and i feel like if he really cared about black women that he wouldn't have done it in public and there's something about today's help. Like, I don't even know what... What were his qualifications to even be giving advice in the
1: first place? I've never done that research. (laughs) I have heard somebody do it and make, like, a snide comment that they weren't there. But I've never done that research. And I think that it's so crazy because we focus on what he was talking about. And there's so many black men out here that have pot. You be one of them right, that right. have podcasts and have media spaces that are uplifting and truthful right. And because you have the men, like, I don't even know if I want to say his name that just blow smoke but their everyday life is quite contrary. Mm-hmm. He, he had a popular moment himself. Mm-hmm. Um, but you have men that are living the life. They're beautiful fathers, beautiful sp- uh, spouses in whichever way they define that amazing in the community. Community and like they are getting not even one quarter of the shine right, that the negativity right. does yeah, negativity so it's just rude, like so. what are we we have to also be accountable for what we're feeding into if nobody yeah. had paid that any attention it wouldn't away. be what it is yeah. so we have to be accountable for that too That's true. um absolutely
0: all right well man we're we're almost close to closing out but uh is there anything else you want to share especially to uh young women who want to be writers um, what advice do you give them about worth, e- worth e- work ethic, uh-huh. um, going out there and seeking, um, you know, a platform for people to see who they are? Um, what kind of advice can you give them in the next couple of minutes?
1: Okay, I would say, first of all, you're already a writer, and whatever your experiences are is your story. Write, journal as often as you can in the middle of the day. Take paper, take pen. I know it's more updated now. People write on their phones, and they speak into their watches, but whatever uh, piece of technology works for you, write, 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 because your life is your story, and then you can put, you know, present it to the public however you want. Um, and network with people people are still peopling i think there's deception that social media and email and and different forms of media are the are the ways to connect with people and they absolutely are but build build relationships with people in every day when you go in the gas station whoever your mentor is you know your parents um be the person that you treat people how you want to be treated and Mm. those builds relationships so in 10 years now you're you know in front of the world maybe oprah is an interviewer now and and you knew her and you treated her well and now she invites you on her show and that's your moment so build your skill by doing it every day and build your character by practicing every day
0: i want to piggyback off what you just said okay i heard something uh yesterday from inky inky
1: johnson
0: okay um inky johnson was telling the story it was a motiva- motivational quick minute thing i think it was like six minutes long or whatever but he was saying that after his injury or whatever he moved back to atlanta with his family his wife and his kids and they moved in with a family member and he said i was just laying there going we got to do better than this we can't be sharing one room together in somebody else's house so he told his wife i'm gonna go to chicago with well, this is when oprah was in chicago I still have the show I'm, I'm going to chicago to give Oprah one for my book mm-hmm. and he said his wife said well go for it go ahead go ahead and he's like i was thinking to myself i don't know oprah <laughs> I, I don't know nobody that know oprah <laughs> i don't know nobody uh, that know that know yeah, oprah <laughs> yeah, yeah. and he was he was like was like, I was just going on there. It was just a big risk because there, was, I didn't even know how I was going to get to Oprah to give her my right. book. Right. So he said, I went there, and he said that day that I went, she just happened to be coming out of the um, out
1: wow of, of the building. And he said
0: I was dressed up in a suit and I had my book, and I was like, Miss Winfrey, I, oh, I wrote a book, and she took it. Wow. She took the book and walked out, and she she said, she said, nice suit, and, and took his book or whatever. And uh, he said that the security guard, after he got Oprah to the car, came back to him and said, young man, can I talk to you for a second? And he said, yes, sir, what is it? And he said, I just wanted to tell you that um, that something's going on because he said Oprah don't just take books off the street. She just don't grab a book. She don't get books from people like that. Wow, and he said God is up to something.
1: Wow, and clearly, clearly that <laughs> was the was, case, but it was said, just believing said, in was, himself in said, that moment. He said,
0: "I was," he said, "I was so full of confidence and excitement then and belief." That as soon as I got back home I started looking for a house And within a month
1: They had moved into their house Wow Jesus. How beautiful is that That's amazing That's am- it's just It's just And I saw that You adding that piece Makes me want to add another piece when, I, when you say give advice It's just That confidence And self-belief That first belief And that first knowing That you have Like just leap with that You can mm. be scared Take the fear with you mm. But go right. Go do it man Because you never know Like how that's going to land and, and even if it doesn't land How you thought It'll land better Than you never knowing
0: That's true that's true. that's true that's true so tell tell everyone how they can reach you again how they can get a book and how they can find out what you're up to
1: all right so on all social media platforms i am arian Monet. a-u-r-i-o-n-m-o-n-a-e or arian underscore Monet. um also you can reach out to my text community it is 760-280-9056 and you can link it with me i see get those text messages and respond if you have any questions about what i have going on
0: All right. Again, Ariane Blanchard, also known as A. Monet, who is the author of A Physical Love Letter to the Black Man Only Devotions of Intimacy, which came out this year, Valentine's Day. Uh, is there anything else coming up? Any um, new books? Or
1: Well, um, I'm working on something right now, but I'm going to keep it on the low for now. Okay. I'll be back to talk about it. Okay. <laughs> I'll be back to talk about well, it. What about audiobooks? for? Oh, absolutely. Thank you for asking and reminding <laughs> me of that. Yes, I will be working on the audiobook either June or July. It would definitely be out no later than the top of August. So I wanted to do that for the people that are on the move, like we spoke about, or using their hands, particularly black men that are out here working hard and building their own legacy, but they still need something good while they're riding, while they're working. Uh, that will be out no later than the top of August 22.
0: Alright well thank you so much thank you to our sponsors r Custom Wheels and Tires Express and Baskerville Funeral Home thank you all for listening in um, before we go. I want to say happy birthday to my mother because today is her birthday. Oh, happy birthday, Mom. And uh, <laughs> my wife's birthday is Monday. The happy day birthday, after wife. Her. So, <laughs> happy birthday to Marjorie. Shout to, out to. to yeah, <laughs> yeah, shout out to the family for <laughs> so, sure. Thank you all so much for tuning in every week. We're going to have more great guests for you. So tune in and continue working towards your dream and uplifting others. And we will talk to you next week. Have a wonderful and blessed week. God bless.